Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living life to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. He's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Listen, lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Wednesday, October 27, 2021. Raven 98 here, along with... Right, good morning, TNT. It is Wednesday. Is it Wide Awake Wednesday or is it Hump Day Wednesday? It's some kind of Wednesday. All right. <laughs> What's going on? No updates went out. No updates went out. Been quiet. All right, guys. It is quiet. But things are happening. You see it moving day to day. Um, there are lower denoms in the ATM. I got that yesterday. Positively certain, without a doubt, is what he's telling me. And I mean ones, twos, fives are in the ATM. They are Expecting something this weekend. Not that it's going to happen, because I don't know. But they are fully expecting something during our window. Uh, I'll say this weekend. I mean, the 29th through the 2nd. They are fully expecting something. People have come from out of the country, back home in the country, because they are expecting something. Whether or not they'll get it, we will see. (laughs) And I'll just say that because everything's there. They got articles out today talking about changing the exchange rate, but Parliament can't do anything about it. Representatives can't do anything about it. It's at the sole discretion of the CBI. And that's what the articles are saying. It's at their discretion. They decide when to do it. They are talking about the budget again, uh, some things that they think were not resolved, but the budget is still approved in the bill. They're talking about the 22 budget, how much it's going to offer them, and that it will change their economy. So will the 21 budget, though. They just opened it up. Bankers are not on alert. They definitely are not sitting in there as of yet. That could change Friday morning, we hope. Um, They call them in, put them on high alert, whatever for the weekend. Other than that, we are looking good. Oil went down by 50 uh, cents, but it's still uh, over $83, $84, something. So uh, more than enough. They have announced that it is right now currently enough 
to pay all of their deficits if it stays this high for the rest of the year, which it clearly will because they expect it to be over $100 next year. I'm talking about the first part of next year. So their deficit uh, would be wiped out, and they would have a huge surplus. But they're saying they're going to put into the housing industry and the jobs. So we'll see what happens. So there's no bad news. We're just having to wait until the window opens, which is on Friday, to start seeing what's going on. All right, Ray, let's do it. Okay, first question. Love of Life says, uh, can you please advise me on what part of the exchange process do we discuss perks? Is it after we agree to exchange rates and compounded interest rates? Is it usually offered by the bank, or will we need to start the discussion? Well, guys, I I mean, I couldn't discuss any perks or anything, so I know I'm going to do business with that bank, which means we'd have to discuss rates, money, interest, and everything else. Perks is the last thing that you're going to discuss. Why would I tell you I would do all these things for you and you walk out the door and we just wasted all of our time? You discuss those perks with your wealth manager because they're different for everybody at every level. Nobody's going to discuss that by doing your exchange. And here's something that you guys need to fully understand. At 10000 and above, I think, is the limit. Any perks you receive from the bank is considered income. So know that. You're going to pay taxes on it. You're going to have them set up where they pay fees, and they're going to, you're going to pay fees anyway. They don't just go out and get you Super Bowl tickets. I mean, the perks is here. I'll get them for you, but there's a cost involved in that. It's not free. So understand what you're asking for, what you want to do, and what you want to pay for. And every bank is different, so where their level is. All right, what's next? Okay, next is, let's see, T Tavern. You just addressed all of that in your opening statements about CBI taking place in the call. Okay, Evergreen says, Ray, this morning you said you were feeling gooder than good. Is there any particular reason why? Oh, yeah, Tony already covered that. Felicia Wan says, have you been able to see images of the lower denom notes? No. And I don't know anybody that has. So, but, um, well, I'm sure they have over there and they're bankers. But uh, he is telling me 100% that they are in the ATMs and he did expect it during our window. Okay. Sexy. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. Okay. Sexy Chocolate says, why did we pay into the Iraq election and it, and haven't released the RV? I guess and they haven't released the RV. Hmm. I sent you guys the article because he's doing what governments do. <laughs> That's all. He paid for it to help make sure that it went right. 
we paid for it to make sure that the people felt comfortable with it for it to make sure it went the way we wanted it to go. That's just how it is. All right. All right. What's Let's that? see. <laughs> I'm going to um, live callers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two eight one area code, you are on. <laughs> Why, well, hello there, stranger. Where are hey, stranger. Hey. <laughs> I'm saying, what? Why just the mention of you makes Ray laugh? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but whatever it is, it's a happy time. Yeah. So what's going right. on? Okay. Last up, their last update. 
Texas hasn't said anything, hasn't been formed of anything. They uh, walk around in the dark, in the back of the bus with their lights turned off. They don't know nothing. Okay. <laughs> They, they just wait. With that, look, we know what's going on. That's why we wasn't running down there all that time. We know when it's going to happen. So hopefully it will happen this weekend. And uh, All right, wait. Well, Hold on for a second. Let, let me clear up some stuff so everybody understands. Uh, two things. I was going to send you guys this article I was reading this morning about Austin, Texas. And they're building a whole community, not just one, a whole community of 3D printed houses. Just so you guys know where this is going now. And it's going. And it's uh, right outside of Austin, Texas. Mm, so okay. uh, you guys go ahead and Google the article so you'll know. Again, I've been telling you guys for years an industry to invest in. And now it's coming you know, right up in your face. Here it is. It's going. So mm-hmm. the other thing right. is we laugh and joke and, and governments do what they do. The U.S. sent $10 million to Iraq to help them pay for the security and things they needed to make it a safe election, mm-hmm. to help them uh create their democracy and make their people feel comfortable with it. Because, you know, I was talking to a guy last night, we were smoking cigars, and we were talking about $1,000. NBA players getting fined $10,000. And I'm just telling you guys, because this is how it works. And he's like, man, I wouldn't want that. I said, $10,000 ain't no money, because it ain't no money. $10,000 is nothing when you're getting $17, $18 million a year. So as right. them, and it's going to be you guys. Same thing with the U.S. saying we gave you $10 million. That ain't just like $0.10. Cents. You know, if you look at, at the Treasury's bank or whatever, that ain't no money to do anything with. And even with right. Iraq taking that money. But it's also a lot of goodwill, and and that's what they're looking at. We bought some goodwill. We helped you. We we made it easier for you, but we also, yeah, wanted to go our way. Now, Sadar is putting out all these comments about he doesn't want other countries involved in their election or setting them up, and then the next article comes out and said they got to pick somebody who votes. U.S. and Iran agree with. So, I mean, how does that make any sense, right? Right. These two countries have to agree with who you pick, or you're not going to be able to pick them. Not your own government, not your own parliament. When everything states, that's exactly what has to happen. You have to have 151 members at least approve whoever he picks. But we know, we know through Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Everybody who read it, understand it, or just looked at the cover of the book. No, all this money and debt, this and everything is a way of controlling their government, and that's what it was about. 
Mm-hmm. And if we look at it, Tony, to me, in my opinion, if they paid them to do all of these things, then it really, to me, wasn't going to happen until after the elections anyway. But they, we didn't know that back then. <laughs> I mean, common sense tells me that now that we know that, see the articles that are coming out about, you know, all of this stuff now. So hopefully, you know, I mean, because it's pretty much, Kazemia is back in, right? Or that's what they're saying. A, I mean, that was the plan, announced. but yeah, mm-hmm. no, they have an official announcement. But I told you guys three months ago that was the plan. <laughs> this right, exact thing is going to work out like this. This is what they're yeah. doing. Trying to give him his four more years, so it's a smooth move into the white paper. Everything doesn't have to get restarted. Economy can go. All these right. contracts he's signing, all this planning he's doing for next year, because he's still doing it right now. If he's not going to be there, right. why is he still doing it? He's still yep. planning, making decisions, even about the next budget. So all mm-hmm. that is coming out just the way that we thought it would. We just have to bide our time, stay the course, yep. and wait for mm-hmm. the thing to be announced. That's all we got to do. That's all we're waiting on because it seems like everything is done, especially on the Iraq side. Now, especially with the the Lord Denoms in the ATM machines, we've been waiting to hear that for a long time. And they're, they're educating their citizens over there, the commercials and all that stuff is going. So we're just waiting now for them to pull the trigger, seems like to me, you know, unless the U.S. have something else to do on their side. But it seems like to me Iraq is done. I mean, would that seem logical to you or no? Well, yeah, but Iraq has been saying they were done. They've been saying, look, we yeah. did all we can do until they tell us we can go. I mean, we right. uh, we changed our entire banking system. Now, we come out with the banking law on the 17th. They said, hey, it's working. The auctions are down. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. the transparency is there. There's still some border crossings they haven't controlled and said, okay, they're smuggling over there, but what they're not doing is smuggling through the official crossings like they've been doing. So right. everything they need is working. They're, mm-hmm. they're forcing the people to use the banks. Why? How are they doing that? By paying them on their cards, they go to the ATM, and there's no thousands to get, no 5,000 to get, no 10,000. So they came mm-hmm. to go shopping. Their biggest mm-hmm. problem right now, which is every store, every merchant location doesn't have a point of sale machine that they can actually mm-hmm. work the card. That's their biggest problem. They got them out there. Problem is the only place when people get paid on their card is they have to go to an ATM for their particular bank because. They can't just use their cards any bank, any location like we can. That part they haven't set up yet. If your check mm-hmm. went to the Bank of America, you got to go find a Bank of America to get your money out. So okay. those are the things mm-hmm. that they are working with right now and they have to accomplish before it becomes the cashless society that they're looking for. But mm-hmm. – Do we have to wait for every minute detail to be accomplished before they announce the RV? Absolutely not. 
So what do you think about the U.S. side with this um, <clears throat> voting on, you know, the debt ceiling and all that stuff? How does that, in your opinion, if any at all, affect them pulling the trigger over here? Are they trying to get it all done around the same time that they release this thing and make it look like it, you know, the package? Looks like all this money came from there? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Can we say that every time? The money's going to come. The general public's not going to know it anyway. It's going to be from their plan. Now, whether they announce the RV on Monday and Biden works out his budget on, on Saturday or Friday wouldn't make that much of a difference. Are mm-hmm. they concentrating on it, Biden trying to get it done before he leaves tomorrow so that can be behind him? And, and I think about that, okay, they're leaving tomorrow. They're having the summit. Iraq is expecting an announcement over the weekend. It could coincide, but I don't know that that was always the plan. I don't uh-huh. know it, and nobody in Washington is telling me that because right. you're not going to see the immediate benefits of whatever Biden comes out with. It's not going to start, I don't think, until next year. But we'll uh, see what okay. happens. All right. Well, thank you guys for answering my questions. I'm sure hoping they do release it this weekend. That would be a great birthday gift for me anyway. And I'm sure no one else would complain because we would have the money. So we'll see. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Okay. All right. Your husband buying you a new wig for your birthday? (laughs) Mind your business. Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) 754 area code. You are on. Well, good morning, Tony, and good afternoon, Ray. It's Marjong Lady from a beautiful, sunny day in South Florida. Perfect weather here today. Um, Before I start, I just want to wish M. Riles a speedy recovery from his neck surgery two days ago and hope you'll be back on your feet before long. Um, On to my questions. Has there been any more talk over there? As far as the election, are they still fighting that it was fraud? And is Maliki still added, or have they accepted the results? No, Maliki is still added. Um, they, they are saying there's no way he's going to be elected again, but he is still trying uh, to put something together. So with the election itself, they're going to uh, recount two thousand polling stations and they're supposed to do one area today one thursday and one friday but it's two thousand polling stations that they said they're going to manually recount just to satisfy the citizens who are protesting the same just like it did here but they'll say hey we did it so nothing changed these are the seats you're going to get and the election goes on uh, so there are them are having meetings. They had meetings yesterday with the groups that won, trying to decide who they're going to be. Now, the groups that lost submitted four or five names who they think should be the prime minister. And I said, well, who does that make sense to? <laughs> but they wanted to put their names in the hat. But everybody knows it's going to be, or should be, Al-Kazimi again. 
they still have to go through the actual process. There is a um, new article out that uh, explains the process, gives us the dates and times for every step and when we should see it completed. As soon as uh, Tish sends me the English, the uh, link in English rather than Arabic, I'll tweet it out to you guys. Okay. And how important is it for the RV? I've been reading a lot about Iraq and digital currency in the region. How important is digital currency to the RV? Well, I think it's important in the fact that they want to know the system is working in the country. They want to know that it's trackable before they change the rate over and that they could stop some of the smuggling. And that was the way to do it. That's why they tried to get here before they made the announcement so that it would be. But again, as of October the 17th, the laws have changed, the procedure has changed, and they say it is transparent for the most. Still some corruption, still some smuggling going on, but I'll tell you, you're never going to be able to stop all of that anymore. You can stop all the corruption here in the U.S., in our own government, in our own banking system, or anything else. So it's never going to have to be 100% because that's not being realistic. Okay. And are the the banks and the U.S. Treasury in line with this going, possibly going this weekend, or are they coming up with different, each one coming up with a different timetable? No. The banks don't know. Well, actually, they said we go this weekend time frame. I got this two windows. Remember, I gave them to you from out of D.C. People were at the Treasury over a month ago. Right. I gave you the window of the 15th, right. and this is the 29th through the 2nd. So they're definitely lined up with it because it's their windows when they thought it should happen. Are the banks aware of this window? Absolutely. As we get towards the end of the week, do they get excited again? Yeah, they're not right now today because they're still frustrated. But he did say, because somebody asked before, they haven't lost enough people who walked off the job that it would affect the RV or the exchange at all. He said, absolutely not. Things would still go on the way they're supposed to. Yeah, I asked you that on when, on Monday, so I was I was right. wondering if anything has happened between then and now, if any more people walked off the job and what effect it would have. But obviously you said it's not going to affect it. Okay, well, those are my questions for today. Um, the one thing today isn't, Tony, when you said you don't know what kind of Wednesday it is. It's not a wealth Wednesday yet, but we always have hope for this weekend. and. As of now, it is a Mahjong Friday, so I won't be back. And hopefully by Monday, it is a Money Monday. Thank you both for everything. Have a great day and a great rest of the week. All right. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 360, area code. You're on. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, how you doing, man? Well, I'm doing. 
I'm uh, still, like I said on Monday, I'm looking forward to the weekend and uh, or sooner. And if the, if the old saying that we've been told forever that uh, they're never going to tell us ahead of time when it's going to happen, then it seems to me like tomorrow is perfect. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it tomorrow, Walt. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you want to say that I suggested it, that's okay. I don't. Uh, I'm certainly not. I'm not looking to be infamous from all this. That's for sure. Um, I guess. Although, who knows? Fame is ever fleeting. I think that's what they said. Um, I think the fact that they've admitted that the Lord Denoms are, are in the banks is a good thing, but it doesn't mean squat until they can put their card in and get them out. So. Uh, they they might as well be in Timbuktu until uh, until they can go into service. Just just uh, just my opinion. Um, so, Tony, in in your in your thought process, are we still looking at they'll shut off all currency sales before this happens to prevent that change of, of being having a lot of money that's going to be worth more money and then have it be in the wind for a period of time while this thing takes place and it it goes into effect around the world? Okay, you mean currency sales at the banks here? Correct. Oh. Well, so unless they do it on a Saturday or Sunday, when the banks aren't actually doing currency sales. So, because they'll tell you, you know, we can't buy it till Monday or after, you know, Friday evening, if they even let you buy it at that point. So they won't actually get caught in the middle of a transaction. But again, it was only supposed to happen two hours before. So, if the RV were to take place, you know, after five on Friday or, or after five or two on Saturday when banks are closed, it wouldn't matter anyway. They don't have to put out the notice. There's no sale going on, nothing to get caught in. It's only if we're worried about Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know, during the day where we have to do that. I have a... Um, Expectation, but I can't tell you. I got to tell four or four. But anyway, <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what? Not this first time. I haven't been the first to know, and uh, probably <laughs> be the last. So I guess I can't take it personally. And uh, I mean, I can, but I wouldn't do it again. So uh, that's that's okay because I'll I'll listen and uh, wait. And I, listen, I, I'm okay with that, Tony, because I know that okay. Ray is the boss, and you're his right-hand man. So. Yeah. They do have a day this weekend or this four-day period of time where they are fully expecting it. Um, so the reality is, I don't even know why I just said that. I, uh, well, that's uh, Tony. <laughs> 
I should just leave it at the window and not the date, because I don't know the time. But they do okay. have a, a suspicion of exactly when it's going to happen over there, which you probably won't since they know it. But anyway, our, our window is good. So tell 404, don't ask me. <laughs> okay, well, oh, okay, but as I read and calling correctly, their first business day is Sunday, yeah? And uh, therefore, no, their first know. business day is Saturday. Saturday. And then you have to let the banks get caught up, right? Or is that not true over there? Their banks don't have to get caught up from the week before, before they start a new week? I don't know if they have a reconciliation day. I mean, I really don't know over there what they're doing. Because the only time they're closed is Friday, that one day. I I don't really know how they do that over there. Yeah. I was thinking they, because how would they know how much they stole if they didn't take time to figure it out? That's how I look at it. Well, because so. there's no currency auction on Friday. So because that's There you Sunday. go. So there's no right. business to reconcile. How about that? Yeah. I guess so. And they, have, they don't have daylight savings either, right? So we don't have to worry about they're going to have to, there'll be a big time change, right? Nope. Oh, is daylight savings this weekend? No, no uh, it's not this weekend. It's after, um, it's after Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah, is Halloween this weekend? weekend? Oh, okay. Halloween's this weekend, yes. So... All right. Uh, I was thinking Bus Lady was going to say she was going to fly this weekend. And then I thought, well, it'd be natural because it'd be on a broom. But other than that, I couldn't figure out why until next week. So that's, I'm going to leave that with that. Um, so, well, that pretty much. Yeah. Did you just call Bus Lady a witch? Is that what you said? No, don't need to. Flying on a broom does not make her a witch. If she follows the rules, it, it does make her a witch. <laughs> oh, well, I gosh, Tony, I'm not. I can't respond to that now because I, all I can see is trucks. So I'll just, uh, I'll digress. Um, oh, right, thank you very much for not cutting me off, um, Tony. Remember what sure. your brother said. <laughs> what did my brother say? If, yeah, what did what he say? say? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he said that when you're not supposed to say something, don't say it. And so oh, that's what that I, that's what I remembered him saying. And so oh. it's Saturday, it sounds like it's today, and you didn't say that, so we're good. Well, all right, then. Yep, let's, let's see what four. You're right. You did not say that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you, Ray. I All appreciate right. that validation. <laughs> Believe me, I do. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Friday's call because it's kind of a get ready. And uh, then we'll go. So Okay. We'll have a... Uh, I'll be listening to hear from 404. I hope she calls, uh, only because then she can she can take the heat for all this, and uh, none of it will be on me. That will be perfect. 
Well, she might want to say something. All right. <laughs> what? 404, you're on. <laughs> Perfect. All right. 404. All right. He didn't, didn't open her line. How bad. I was going to say, I'm not going to start talking until Lisa says unmuted. <laughs> and I'm supposed to follow that? Okay. I'm taking my notes, so I know here. Okay. A lot of the questions that I had, you have been very kind to to clarify and, and the like, and I wish happy birthday to 281. It looks like a very good birthday weekend coming up. Um, I am intrigued, though, if uh, you weren't going to allow me to ask the question uh that you said you were going to say to 404, I'd ask it on behalf of Walt 360 on just exactly how exact um, your sources have been in terms of when they were, were claiming it. Are they telling you today? Uh, or are they going so far as to say it will be at between this hour and that hour on the specific day? How, how specific and exact have they been in their Iraqi definitions? So I love the fact that you recognize other people on the call, and we appreciate it. So I need to get this part out the way first, then I'm going to answer your question. So somebody sent me a text and said, hey, what is bus lady putting in her coffee? She's just too happy, great attitude, and thanks for pushing the button for her birthday, which a lot of people appreciate that. She come on, she giddy. But I'm just wondering how one person can say that. And then Walt could something about her riding a, a broom. <laughs> she was, I was saying, is that a contradiction or what? I don't know. <laughs> but I wanted to get that out there. Okay. <laughs> so, um, guy actually told me a day and a time when they think it's going to happen. So, and I should have said that to Walt. I shouldn't have told you you're going to ask because when it doesn't happen that day and that time, everybody's going to freak out. And I don't want everybody mm-hmm. just looking for it. But I can tell you, it is within the original window. So I can tell you that. When they mm-hmm. have take to expect that. for it to happen. Do it. And have... And have they given you an okay that you may share that piece of information uh, within, say, 15 minutes of that target time, in which case we could be expecting a 15-minute heads up? I didn't get this from a government official, so they can't authorize me to say that. I got it from somebody who is looking forward to it just like we are, which is – Contractors. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, your assignment is between now and Friday and coming on, and we'll have to be sure that most young lady gets the information is that, you know, you'll tell us what we can expect over the weekend. Um, one other question that I had, um, 
it's always interesting to follow some of the way things are shared uh, on press conferences. Uh, the uh, Minister of Culture is the one that's been wearing the dual hat as being kind of coming out after they had the Council of Ministers meetings on Tuesdays. And on this particular time, they're coming back and reminding the media and in turn all the readership, listenership, that this year, 2021, marks the 100th anniversary of the founding of the Iraqi state and that the Ministry of Culture is working on a huge ceremony worthy of this occasion, quote unquote. So that's how it's phrased on, on uh, the, the uh, press release and stuff that's out there. Are they possibly looking at adding to the celebration of this 100th anniversary of announcing and getting out the, the currency? Are your folks saying that that possibility could be in there? Or are my dinar glasses getting very, very sick? So what day is the celebration? They didn't say in, in this. They were saying that they are going to have a celebration worthy, a, and they said a huge celebration, huge ceremony worthy of this occasion. Is that yeah, a today article or a last week's article? It's a four-hour posting ago. Hmm. I thought I thought that came out last week because it, it didn't have a date on it last week. I want to see if they have a no. date on it today. But they don't. This, well, this, I, this is uh, it's a video that accompanies um, the the highlights of the press conference, and it's posted over on the government of Iraq Twitter account, and anybody can go take a look at it. It runs two minutes and eleven seconds, and at least they have English translation. Uh, and if you want to hear Arabic, you can keep the audio portion on. Uh, but they have the translation, and they have it. This year, 2021, marks the 100th anniversary of founding of the Iraqi state and that the Ministry of Culture is working on a huge ceremony worthy of this occasion. So that's why I'm kind of curious whether or not they could be adding in the celebration of making it official and, you know, it's it's here with the revaluation, and that's coupling in with the celebration of we're 100 years old as well. It, it, it makes sense for it to happen like that so they can have a huge party, getting their currency back, being a rich country, um, their new government. And I just, even when I read it last week, because I think it's when they started talking about it, it didn't have a date on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't and know doesn't what, either. Yeah, the anniversary of that 100 years. They got to pick something out, or you know, if it was just 2021, they could have did it in June or July or August. I know. It's our or December 31. <laughs> That's right. There's a reason they waited till now to do it. Yet they're still going to do it this year. So we could surmise that part. How come you haven't done it all mm-hmm. year? If you want to celebrate mm-hmm. the year. Um, so, um, dinar glasses, definitely. Possibility, mm-hmm. absolutely. Would it make mm-hmm. sense to Zimi to be announced again? Hopefully, don't wait the 30 days for the RV to happen and a huge celebration in the country for the activation of the budget in the white paper? Absolutely. So, the one thing that did happen this morning, I'm sure you saw it because I know you do the articles, and I'm sure Tish saw it because she watches everything on TV, kind of like me, except in Arabic. 
even though she can't mm-hmm. read Arabic, <laughs> is the fact that um, they are saying because of the surplus, the deficit has gone away, but they cannot justify not changing the exchange rate. The government mm-hmm. says, I mean, there's no way we can justify it as long as it's been at this level and projected to go on. And today is actually the first day where citizens are saying, as long as the price of oil has been up here, why are we all still poor? I mean, you can't tell us why. You haven't changed it. Why are we poor? I said, okay, now it's starting to come out. But at both levels, the citizens and government officials saying, why haven't we done something since it's been this high for this long? So that may be the time. I'm just saying there's more just for kids. So, well, I think also that. looking at you, you, you mentioned also the, the fact of the elections that they intend to get it done in like the three-day period, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, having end results, uh, you know, by the end of Friday or into Saturday. Um, I, I keep looking at things are coalescing and that there could be dancing in the streets uh, come Saturday or Sunday. Those are my dinar glasses. I'll go into next week, you know, given that your window went into the 2nd of November. But I was just curious. But 10 days from whenever all this happens, we know that that's when our very special TNT, Super Fantastic Er, Bit Forward Project is going to happen. And that's going to be a good, good time. And I appreciate okay. all your helping well, us connect the dots. I'm going to add yes, sir. that the U.S. put out an article today asking Iraq to expedite setting up their government. They're saying, do it now. Move faster. Get your government set up. The U.S. is making it official that they've requested that. So we'll see. Good dinar glasses today, though. They're getting real thick. You're getting thick glasses, too. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. And you, too, right. I know Thank you've you. got Sarah. You've got them thick, too. So appreciate it. Thanks again, guys. Okay. Have a great day. Alrighty. All right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Seven, one, two, Eric, you are home. Hey, how you doing, Ray and Tony? Fantastic. Hey, you got to roll your windows up. To the roll your windows up. My, my windows are up, bud. Oh, okay. What's yeah, going on? Is this running? No. He is not even running. Oh, okay. So how are you guys doing? Great. Super fantastic. I got a couple of questions for you. Okay. Um, Tony, you were t- you were saying how many people are on on this call every every week? Uh, well, Ray, actually, Ray gives me the numbers. But sixteen to eighteen thousand people every call. So, guys, wow. listen. I'm glad you brought that up. Listen, I was surprised myself. I think I brought it forth. It said that, I mean, we got 122,000, 124,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, we got 1,600 followers on Blog Talk Radio. But Blog Talk tracked it, and Blog Talk is here. We have 7 million listeners. We've done 486 shows, but we got 7,600,000 something listeners. It kind of blew me away. I never even thought it was that many. Even though we get a million 
Absolutely. And everybody's not Christian. Everybody's right. not baptized a believer. Everybody's not one religion or the other. We're all in it together. And hopefully yeah. this will be over with sooner than later. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you for praying for my family, Ray's family. And we got you. All right. Thank you, sir. The only one thing I, the only other okay. thing I got, Tony, is, you know, I listened to the call and everything, and like you were saying, you didn't want, you know, the Christianity part to come into it. But, you know, there's sometimes there's after a while, 12 and a half years of listening to all this political stuff, I just thought I'd put a twist in it and a change in it for that Christianity part instead of the darn uh politics part, so I didn't mean to... Okay, you know what? Hold on, Ray. I'm going to tell you guys something, though. Listen, I don't want people to take that the wrong way. You guys don't understand something. All right, hold on for a second. When I was doing network marketing, and since I've been doing this, people have sent me letters, people have texted me, people have emailed me, and they said, Tony, you know, God said to ask you this, or God Ooh. said this, and and God, you know, and I look at it, and you know, first of all, I say, guys, that's not fair. It's not fair to put that on me. I mean, I don't think. And if God said all this, the letters and things that I get, or they said, you know, God picked you for this, and it's your response, I'll be like. Well, I wish God would tell me, because he just told everybody else, please tell me, so I can hear it myself. But So with that, I don't want people to get the wrong impression, because I definitely believe in God. I definitely, and I also uh, appreciate we would do that, but you guys got to realize that's a whole lot of pressure when people change their lives, determine their lives, or live their lives based off something that I, I say but I have no control over. I just put that out there since we're talking about God. I was actually telling some people that last night because they don't have any idea, you know, what that does. And people are making life decisions, and they say, God told me to ask you. I said, but God didn't tell me what to tell you, so I don't know. But anyway, just. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. We're going to go ahead. Go. Let's go. Okay. Changing the call. Three, zero, three. <laughs> You're on. Is it me? Yes, it's you. Yes, sir. Well, good morning, Brothers Renfro. I appreciate all that you do, and thank you for Greetings. the wisdom that you put in jewels of of all kinds of great things. A um, couple of thoughts. Uh, firstly, the Biden administration benefit hugely for this uh, RV to consummate? That's you the ask question. me, will they benefit? I say, wouldn't they benefit really? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't Biden be really behind this thing, just itching to make it happen and let it go? Okay, but let's look at that. Whatever it happens, somebody's going to benefit because they're going to either wipe out the deficit or reduce so much just like Clinton did, right? Right. It's going to change our whole economy, 
just like it did when Clinton was in. It's going to be jobs everywhere, but it's jobs right now. People just won't go back to work. <laughs> you got to see how many help wanted signs that people just won't go back to work for some reason. Our economy is going to get better. We're all going to have money. We're going to create jobs if we can find workers, investors, everything else. But Trump had the same opportunity. Guess what would have happened if he would have did it when during his four years? He'd still be the president right now. He would. But Obama had a chance to do it during his eight years. He didn't. So it can't just be about how it's going to benefit them or the administration. It has to be something else. Unless our presidents have a conscience that Iraq's president doesn't, or Iraq's government does, they're just taking the money. They don't care about their people, which is obvious with all the corruption and everything else. Our government, in fact, is not, but they had a very good opportunity to do that. So Biden has the same opportunity that Trump had, that Obama had. The only one who really got cheated, and, and I probably wasn't that was Bush, because of the time frame before he went in. Because when he said it was over, it's going to take care of itself. He just didn't get the organization in the country in time, or he probably would have did it. Because it was all about the money at that point anyway, nothing else. So, yeah, it's going to change. It's going to change Biden's presidency when, when he does it. But Trump had the same opportunity, like I said. Obama had the same opportunity. If he would have did it his first four years, what would his second four years have looked like? What would our economy look like right now? So there's something else besides that is the reason they're not doing it. And I think it's because they're not, they don't want to be responsible if it fails. If the government wasn't in place, if the laws weren't in place, if they didn't have the right people in there to make it go in the right direction. And they're seeing it's going to be worse than just having a bunch of money that's good for three or four years, the country collapses, and now they got a pile of junk sitting in the treasury. Well, it just seems like the timing of all this, with everybody concerning that uh, that we would go further into debt, that here's the solution to that objection, and that if they were to RV this thing, uh, the federal debt wouldn't be soaring the way everyone's expecting it to. But they can't use that as justification to the general public. Hey, we stole all our rats' money. Uh, we own over half of their oil wells. We own them right. for the next 30, 50 years, and, you know, we can do what we want to do. They can't tell the public that. Got <laughs> you it. know, Clinton never came out and said, hey, this is where all that money came from that I wiped the deficit out with. He said, I changed the economy. How'd you do that? Yep. You got to remember, yep. not everybody in the House or the Senate even knows what's going on in Iraq. I mean, a bunch of them truly don't know because they're new. They weren't involved in it. They don't see it happen. They're not on the select committee. There's a lot of things going on in there that doesn't apply to everybody. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, question number two. On my holdings, I have a majority of 500,000 dong notes. 
is that going to hold me at a disadvantage, or doesn't it matter what denomination you bring to the table? Doesn't matter. There's no disadvantage at all. You just you just about, are in the same situation as Iraq. You just got bigger bundles than everybody else. Okay. How about circulated versus uncirculated? No difference. Okay. All right. Well, fair okay. enough. Uh, now, you guys wave your magic wand this weekend, and we will be super grateful for the rest of our lives, and we will hold you responsible for all this goodness and blessing that's about to come. Thank you. All right, sir. Take all care. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye. 206, area code. You are on. Greetings. How are you, brothers? Hey, fantabulous, sir. Against degree. And yourself. Uh, this is Ben, and I am fantabulous to the nth degree as well. I'm especially Great. grateful uh, over the past 10 years that I've been a wallflower with you, and uh, I uh, appreciate everything that uh, has been made available to me and to many over that time. So I have come out of the closet and come on the call today to ask some strategy questions and they have to do primarily with Zim. Uh, but Tony has indicated that there's several banks that will be doing Zim and a couple of banks that will not be doing Zim. And Tony has also said that uh, when we go out to take care of this, it would be a very good idea to do all of our exchange with a bank that's doing Zim if we hold Zim Obviously, because uh, if you bring all of your currency to one place, you'll have greater leverage to negotiate the best rate and the best terms going forward. All that makes sense. Um, But I've done some work uh, over the years that wasn't just concentrating on the money. It was also concentrating on the bank, and particularly on the private bank, because every bank – which I don't believe has ever been mentioned on these calls, has a private division of the top five. And that private bank operates totally differently than the public side of the bank. For example, J.P. Morgan Private Bank operates totally independently of Chase, even though they are two two entities owned by the same J.P. Morgan holding company. But these private banks are also available at Wells Fargo, and they're also available at uh, uh, HS, uh, what is it? BC. Uh, Singapore. uh, Yeah, BC. HSBC. HSBC, right. And and when, when you investigate those, you find out that they're not all the same critter. Some have much more to offer than others. And for those of us who are serious about intergenerational wealth maintenance and growth, it's going to be real important that you be with the critter that's got the best private bank because wealth managers are not wealth managers. They're all different, and not all wealth managers are on the private side of the bank where they work. So that's a distinction that really matters. And I'm concerned that um, one of the banks that has a very strong private side is, is uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, 
And I'm hearing you say that Chase is not likely to be doing the Zim. Is that right? They said they weren't. Now, I mean, that could okay. change. But I've okay. been told by Chase that they're not going to do it. So. Okay, now, was that the private bank or was that just people working in exchange centers? Exchange centers are where you're going to exchange. I don't know that right. you're going to exchange okay. at the private bank or they're the ones that's going to be doing it. I'm sure your account okay. can be moved to them after you complete your exchange. I just don't know that they're going to be doing exchanges. Okay. So that's where it gets sticky. So just just as a scenario, because there's a question at the end of this, I'd like your I'd like you to to lay out a scenario as you think best. Let's suppose you got to go to Wells Fargo because, if I understand correctly, they're going to do every currency, including the Zim. Is that right? That's what I'm being told. They are the foundation okay. bank. Okay, so if we go to Wells because they're doing Zim and we take everything over to Wells and we sit there and we're negotiating with a Wells exchange person, whatever we negotiate at that meeting is a piece of that negotiation is going to be our commitment to leave our money with Wells Fargo for three to five years. Isn't that right? Yep. Okay. So once you do that deal, you cannot walk out of that exchange and then readily move your money to another institution that has a better private banking organization. Wouldn't that be right? Not for three to five years. Okay. So what what the real trade-off on this is, how much is your ZIM really worth to you compared to the services and investment opportunities that another institution could give you. Uh, And I know, Tony, you talk about responsibility with religion. I get that. But, man, man, I I don't want to put you in a box by asking you this question, but I know you have said on the call that you're pretty much going to take your stuff to, to Wells Fargo. Uh, have you personally given any consideration to the trade-offs of dealing with Wells when their private bank isn't nearly as strong as Chase's? Okay. I've also said I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket. I would diversify. So if I'm going in to do a deal and I'm just, I'm not telling you guys, I am telling you, what has already occurred, but everybody's going to have to negotiate their own. So I know somebody who's completed their transaction, but they only had to commit to 30% for five years to get the highest rate that was available, 30%. That means 70% of my money, I can still do whatever I want to do with it. If I want to go over here and now make a different deal with Chase, or a different deal with Regions, or a different deal with Citibank, and diversify my money, take my documents and say, hey, man, they're giving me 20% a year. How much can you give me? And show them. And they'd be like, okay, we'll see what happens. Or, hey, they're guaranteeing me that uh, I can get involved in five IPOs a year 
that they are the foundation bank for me, then what are you going to do for me? There's all ways to negotiate. And, again, you're not locking in every nickel, dime, dollar. At 30% five years, you're probably going to get the highest rate. Okay. That's really, really helpful. Uh, now, as I looked at the three that I've been able to look at, because it's very hard to get people to talk to you who know anything in these banks. They just don't. But I've been able to get some info from Chase and from Wells and from HSBC. I've noticed that uh, HSBC is really responsive. Their people are very forthcoming. And so for everybody on the call, if you've had interest, you might want to check with HSBC. Um, but uh, we don't hear much being said about HSBC. One question is, are, do you know that they will be taking this in? I I am being told they will in conjunction okay. because they're going to be working together. Okay, okay, all right. And um, then uh, HSBC is pretty much concentrated on the two coasts, East Coast, West Coast. Um, have you heard any downside to dealing with HSBC? You mean besides all the people got locked out of their accounts yesterday? <laughs> Their, 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 their apps went down. <laughs> no, uh, no, I haven't. HSBC is is really just that major, mainly a private bank, so you don't hear a whole lot of problems things by the community, and they deal with uh, larger accounts. So no, yeah. I, I mean I don't yeah. think there's yeah. anything really wrong with them. I haven't heard any corruption still or people's accounts disappearing or anything like that. Okay, okay. Well, um, I I have dealt with Wells Fargo in the past, and I do know that they are prone to shut down accounts without any reason. And uh, my account was a very humble account, and there was no political action or issues or anything like that associated with it. But uh, you get great customer service. Then all of a sudden, they call you up and say, hey, we've just put a check in the mail. It's all the money you've deposited with us. And for whatever reason that we're not going to tell you, we've just decided to close your account and send you a check for the value. Thank you. Uh, and, and that's a little bit scary. And I've known some other people who have had that same kind of experience with Wells. So the family has given so much by people coming on the line and sharing these kind of things. And I'm not sharing it to be critical, but just to add my little bit, because this family has given so much to me over the years, it's just a little uh, payback, uh, such as I can pay back. And if it's useful, um, then God bless it. I I hope it's helpful. But Tony, you've been really right. correct in answering these questions. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Appreciate you. All right, 601 area code, you are on. Hey, guys, how are y'all? Greetings. Fantabulous, sir. Super fantastic. And yourself. So I, I listen So I, I listen to your calls, and I, I, I hear Tony um, 
dog Texas just about every every, every call. And uh, uh, I mean, it's it's funny and everything. But I have a recommendation for the uh, the people from Texas that are on the call. So okay, I think that Danny from Dallas and the bus lady and any of these other people, when Tony dogs you. Your state, I should say. Y'all need to send him a pair of scissors. And so what is that pair of scissors? Well, since California put back in that governor that has now outlawing lawnmowers, that that can be your new lawnmower, Tony, a pair of scissors. Well, guess what? I got some bad news for you. <laughs> What's that? Because... The United States of America is going to outlaw gas mowers, motors. The entire country after 2030 is going to phase out gas motors. California just does what they do, and they're the leaders, so they did it first. I hadn't heard that one. I hadn't heard that one. Um, but listen, I got, well, I got a Google question it. for you. So. <laughs> All right. So, so here, here's my question. Here's my question for you, Tony. In the past, you have mentioned about the banks and how much money the banks make off of our money. Uh, you you gave a specific uh, percentage, and I I know it was something like twenty or twenty two percent. What was that exact number? Do you do you remember? Yeah, I said one uh, percent a night in the overnights. Right, Danny looked it up, and Danny came back and told us it was less than one percent right now, and it changes throughout the years depending on when it was. I know I had a guy in St. Louis who actually built his fund for the city off the overnight. He was actually getting one percent a night, but that was at that time. If you Google overnight. And and they'll give you the history of it in certain years, certain banks, what their percentage was. But do they get paid on it every night? Absolutely. Case. Okay, so we we as investors, the to me the main thing that we're looking for is what sort of interest rate can you give me, Mr. Banker? And so we have a bargaining chip. For. Right, so we have I, a bargaining tool right in front of us. Right, and that's why we gave nope. you the knowledge. I know all the ways you make money. You make money off this so, through fractional banking. You're gonna soon the day I deposit it in there, you're gonna multiply it by ten, and you're gonna collect all the interest on it when you loan it out. But it's on my money, and then you're getting that free. Plus, you're getting the overnight. Plus, you're getting investments. But it's a bank. It's what they do. So I want to know that I know they're making money. All I want is my fair share per year. If I'm going to give it to you, what do I get? So in a scenario like, okay, you you uh, after you after you exchange, you get say a hundred million dollars. Okay, so if the average bank account in America is around five thousand dollars. If you if you take that number and divide that into the other number, you're looking at twenty thousand. So, to me, that would be a great bargaining chip. That you know, Mr. Banker, 
I'm I'm sitting here. I'm trying to 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 put my money into your account, and all I'm I'm asking for this amount right here of interest with say 10 percent. I know that you're making a hell of a lot more money off my money, and it will take you about 20,000 different depositors to equal what I'm putting in right now. Wouldn't you want to do this, Mr. Biker? They're going to do it. And like I said, I know people who already got 15%. I'm going to be asking for 20%. <laughs> I'm going to get it. That's so I'm going to be asking for it. And I know the range that our guys already told us that they're authorized to do during these exchanges, but it's based on how much you have and how long you're going to do it. The average customer right now doesn't even get 1% a year. I mean, you look at their accounts, so we're going to be blowing it, it, that totally exactly. away. Huh? So so you don't think it's, it's asking too much to ask for, say, 15%? Well, I know people have already gotten it, but they've gotten over $300 million during their or uh, during their exchange too. So again, it's going to be different at different levels. Somebody who's getting a hundred thousand dollars is not going to get fifteen percent. Somebody who's getting five or six million is not going to get fifteen percent. That's just unrealistic. But they'll get more than the average person, and they'll have to uh, live their life accordingly, make their adjustments accordingly. But you know, they they could get five percent, seven percent, which is still Seven thousand times what the average person gets. I think, I think everybody needs to be prepared to walk out, walk out of that bank if they're not going to give them. I'm not saying fifteen percent, but I'm saying a decent interest rate. They need to be prepared to walk out and go to another bank and take that hundred million and go somewhere else if they're not going to meet that. Um, that's just my opinion. Anyway, okay. If you give them a hundred million dollars, and they say, "Look, the best I can do for you is two percent," that means right. I'm giving you two million dollars a year to, to blow and do whatever you were going to do. Do you do that? Two million a year. I, that means I'm giving you a hundred and sixty thousand dollars a month to go and play with. Besides, you know, you're up to seventy percent of your money. Whatever you're going to do. I don't know. And everybody's no, going to make their that's, own decision. That's too low. That's too low. That's, 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 that, that's a slap in the face, uh, you know, and, and that's where you provide those other numbers. And, look, it's going to take you 20,000 more people to equal what I'm giving you right now. How many years will that take for you to, to get to that level when I can give it to you right now? So – yeah, I, I I think it's just uh, you, you've got to you got to be able to uh, be prepared to walk out of there if they don't want to they don't want to if they want to be you know greedy about it but then you know there's other banks so that's there, just there are I'm other thinking. banks and you don't have to be locked right. into anybody it's your choice so okay so anyway all right I appreciate all right thank guys. you sir okay See. all right thank you sir bye bye. 615, area code, you're on. Uh, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Ray. I just enjoyed all the questions. Uh, can mm-hmm. I put a little commercial in for uh, President Biden and President Bush to get together and uh, talk to the CBI? What do you think? 
<laughs> yeah, let's see. Did you actually, and I will tell you guys, um, President Bush was working with President Obama during that that time, uh, even during our our call. During our call, they were both uh, involved in what we were doing and the decision for us to be here today. So there's no saying they shouldn't. And we would always have to be thankful to those two, regardless. But will Bush talk to Biden and say, hey, let's get this done? Well, did you get everything accomplished that you guys wanted to do? I'm sure they have conversations because, you know, Bush and and, and Tony Blair put this together, so. I just have one more brief question. I, w- I want to make sure that okay. my money goes to the my you know my dinar. I want to make sure that it goes to the U.S. Treasury and not some other place. So, uh, am I going to be looking at different bank institutions when I'm in that uh, you know in that um, exchange? Well, wait. I got to ask you some questions first. <laughs> I mean, where is it you think it can go? I just want to make sure it's not going to go to China, okay? I mean, I'm just saying. Well, okay. So here's the thing. If you're not part of a group and signed a contract with China, then your currency won't go to China. That's only the groups that signed up with them. Everybody that's going to the bank and do their exchange, the money's going to the U.S. Treasury. Now, even the groups that signed up with China, the U.S. authorized that, and they're going to get a percentage of it. They didn't just say, just go ahead and do it. There was a deal worked out to make that happen. Okay, so there's a possibility then that, that uh, President Bush and President Biden might be listening to this call today, I hope? No. Oh. When they were actually <laughs> on the call... Uh, I was given a call and said, hey, you know, so I was given a heads up. This is what's happening. So, no, today I don't think that's happening. <laughs> okay. I'm just with Walt. Walt and I, we want this thing uh, tomorrow. And so we're. I, I second the motion, and I just, you know, thanks a lot, Tony and Ray, for the uh, – Just it's just wonderful, you know. Okay. Uh, all yeah, right. Sir. Thank you, sir. Nine zero seven, Erica, you are on. Well, good morning. Greetings. Good morning. Um, I'll be brief because I know we're way late in the call. Our little group here in Alaska just wants you to know how much we appreciate you taking the time to give us all this information. And I do want you to know you've got another check on the way. And I think that most of my questions relates more to the exchange and I really appreciate the information this morning from everybody but it seems to me that there's about six items that we need to focus on when we go to the bank to negotiate this and that's going to be how much we're going to leave with them how much they're going to pay me to leave it there how they're going to compound it what kind of a term are we talking about and how much are they going to charge me for doing this and how they plan to insure this money while it's there since it's over the FDIC limits. Are we missing anything? 
because those are the important things right there. Okay. Um, we have been talking about uh, this uh, rate that they're going to offer. At one time, there was a rate of 58 to $60. Is that still anywhere on the table? 58 to $60 for what? Exchange, if you had enough. I know. What currency are you talking about is, is my question. Iraqi dinar. Oh. No. There, there's a okay. contract rate of 2850 I okay. have known people who got the rates you're talking about and have more than that, but we're not going to get those rates. I just okay. tell you because those rates you had to have an authorization number to get. You're not okay. going to get that authorization number. Go ahead. Okay. Understand. Um, let's see. We were talking about the potential for having, well, number one, will the banks at, at the exchange, will they do separate accounts for us like we've always, you've always said for the last 12 years here. We want to keep our, our currency separate, one for dinar and one for dong and one for whatever else we've got. Do we, will they separate those accounts for us? Yeah, hold on, Ray. There's some noise in the background. There's some something moving around. Um, yeah, you got to listen. Two things you can do is if you know the bank you're going to do your exchange at already, Go in and set up separate accounts and have them say, put it in these accounts and move it. If not, be prepared for them to open you two different accounts if that's what you want to do. Well, we're pretty much limited to Wells Fargo here because that's our only tier one bank in the state. Otherwise, we've got to fly out private to go somewhere else to do that. So, um, And we have accounts open at Wells Fargo now. So. Um, I guess our concern here is also hacking because, you know, there's so much scamming going on on, on, on uh, bank members and bank accounts and so forth. There's two of us that have uh, different uh, – one's got a fraud alert out and the other one's – I just got a email from somebody about, oh, your account's been closed and so forth at another bank. So I guess keeping the same account numbers – makes us a little concerned. Is there a reason for that? Well, cybersecurity. I mean, I mean, it happens all the time. I got uh, a friend of mine here. She's, uh, let me see, 74, 75 something. Anyway, she, um, she had $300,000 taken out of her account. So and yeah. they told me it was nothing they could do about it. <laughs> I mean, $300,000. Everything else, so yeah, it's always a concern. But at the same time, as I told you, I'm going to get my account set up. I'm going to get a separate computer. I'm not going to let it be on the internet, other than with that bank. I'm not going to let viruses come in there or anything else, because it's never going to go to another site other than that bank. Just as secure as I can do it. Other than that, okay. it's the bank's responsibility. Now, what? Tell you guys about a story, or as we did, where 
He actually tell her and went to the house and robbed the person because they knew how much money they had. Well, yeah. two things I'm going to do on my account is whatever account I put in during the exchange, when I get to my wealth manager, I'm going to have it moved to a new account. I'm also going to have the account locked so the only person authorized to go in there is me and my wealth manager to go in there and look. Tellers can't look in my account. Brand Smith can't look in my account. So I'm going to be there. So put all the locks and, you know, uh, protections that you can put on it if that's already been an issue or you feel it will be an issue. That's what I would do. Okay. Well, we had a – we downloaded all that information about at your exchange, and there's a whole list of about two, four, six, about nine different things that we want to restrict those accounts as. So, yeah, and we absolutely will not be going on our our regular computers for this. There'll be another computer that won't be anything but the bank and then offline. Okay, that's what I would do. Okay, alrighty. All right, very. Good. Thank you. Thank you so very very much. Alrighty, bye bye. Bye bye. Six one zero, we got you in. Right on the tail All right, end. thank you, Ray. Yes, yes. And, Ray, we're still just using the mail right now. Is that yes, correct? Sir. Yes, sir, for now. All right. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our financial gifts in order to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, PO Box 1748. Elm City, that's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you are sending in your gifts, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. Excuse me. And also, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. I know it's the end of the call, so I'm going to say thank you. Make it a dynamite rest of the day. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. You okay? Sounds like you have a little issue there. Yes. Yeah, I, I swallowed the wrong way, but I'm okay. I'm all right. Oh. All right, thank you, sir. All right, good to hear. All right. Have a, all right, have a good one. Thank you. You too. All right, thanks. All right, sir. It's time to wrap this one up. All right, guys. Uh, nothing but good news coming out again. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking for it, and yes, I'm hoping and I'm praying. God, please let it be over, please. <laughs> For more reasons than you know, I'm just tired. I know everybody's tired, though, but we'll do what we got to do. We're this close to the end. 
We will make it through. All right. People in Iraq are looking and hoping for a great weekend. Uh, Treasury hasn't updated the window, so that window is still available. I'm hoping to hear something from the banks tomorrow or Friday where they're going back up, getting ready. It'll be an interesting weekend, but we'll know on Friday. Uh, Don't know what time yet we're going to do the call on Friday, but should be a different time. But we'll put it out and let you guys know. All right? And uh, hopefully we'll get our new uh, card account up prior to then so we can get back to our electronic stuff. But with that, I will tell you, uh, do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And enjoy the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, that's going to do it for today's segment for the TNT Call, Hump Day Wednesday. We'll talk to you on Fantabulouser Friday. Keep believing, we sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Conference recording, press one. To report that this session is no longer being recorded. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your hump day Wednesday. We are out of here. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.